0: The Bills are set to take on the Chiefs Sunday at our head in what is undoubtedly the most anticipated matchup of the season. While the victors gain an edge regarding the home field advantage, the real winner is crowned in January. Stick around for our breakdown. This is the Friday Night Forecast. Yeah. It's been a long time coming to rep the East yeah. Buffalo bad with a vengeance We resurrected the team, man, we dangerous Watch for these horns, they lacerate and yeah. cut We don't play no game while we play this game No, I'm playing us nah. You know what it's about, you made me wanna shout They said to take it now, we took another route yeah. Deuces to the drought yeah. Played through all the doubters, finger pointing and laughing The ones that was talking that trash are the same one Circling wagons, we ain't having it Dominate divisions ever since we put the L in it Knocks the competition out the stadium like hammer fist Step on digs a graven he pays respects uh, to the cornerbacks that can't cover
1: quickness, then he catches it. Yeah. In 1995 to 2020, break the streak. Yeah. Check the faith in every season for the team, cause I believe. Taught me no matter how many times you're down, do not accept defeat.
0: Like Happy Friday, Bills Mafia. Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Forecast on the Cold Front Report. I'm your host, Travis Blakeslee. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get started, please go ahead and show us some love with a like, a share, and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with all things Bills. Remember, you can listen to this show and any of our other shows uh, in podcast form by searching for the Cold Front Report on your favorite audio app. Tonight, I'm joined by my co-host, Cody. How are you doing, Cody? I'm doing great after that blowout victory against the Steelers. Couldn't be better. Yeah. I mean, if you, according to Herm, you probably could have got 50, and they could have been better. But They could have gotten 50, but listen, playing the Steelers for me is like PTSD between
1: Stevie Johnson dropping that OT touchdown and uh, the 2004 game, Week 17, where the Bills were a win and get in and couldn't do it against the backups. You know, any time beating Pittsburgh is a good
0: day. Um, the rise of Willie Parker? Is that, was that the, the rise of well, Yeah, I was
1: in the stands for that game. Oh, poor you. Uh, yeah, that
0: game sucked. Yeah, no, nothing's like going to a Bills game except for when they lose.
1: Yeah, the Jets did their part. They lost, and all yeah. we had to do was beat a couple of backup guys to get in there, and that it was the crowd <laughs> wouldn't have stayed on. Who was uh,
0: the XFL quarterback?
1: Oh, God. I don't know.
0: I, I can even. Chat, help us out. We know is Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox. Tommy Ma- yeah, Tommy
1: <laughs> Maddox, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. So, uh, yeah, speaking of, uh, that blowout, um, what'd you think about, uh, last, last week's game, obviously the big play, the, uh, the return of, um, the explosive plays. I mean, we saw a lot of, uh, methodical drives early on this season and, uh, it looked a lot of like a a day ball style offense. Um, and the yard after catch return of the yard after catch. What'd you think? Yeah. I mean,
1: anytime that you have perfectly placed balls over the top where a defender can't get to it, you're going to get that yak. So oh, it was great. It's my favorite kind of game where I can kind of sit home and get all fat and sexy eating snacks. You know, there was, <laughs> <laughs> there was, you know, nothing to be worried about even kind of, I wouldn't even call it a slow start, you know, cause they, they scored on the third play, but you know, the Steelers did go down the dr- in drive and, and, and score and You kind of thought maybe, all right, maybe something's going to happen here. And then you never really got that feeling again.
0: It was over. Now I will, I do have one major gripe with the game is I was robbed the second half of football. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a good thing, but, uh, you know, I mean, just, just nothing happened after that. It was nice to sail into the week, but, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to, uh, we put a lot of preparation in as fans, uh, we want four quarters yeah it would have been in reality it probably would have been
1: about 60 to 10 you know or well i shouldn't even give them 10 why am i giving them 10 they right, they were right. playing to still score so i don't know why I'm, it, they would have scored 60 points without a doubt in my mind i mean you look at you know josh allen and where he ranks in the nfl right now and you gotta take away a half of football between taking two fourth quarters off right um, you know it's great in a sense of You know, you go into a big showdown with the Chiefs and you kind of get, like, a little bit of a... You get to play three quarters of a game and, and, you know, sit back and relax. And, you know, he only took one quarterback hit, you know, other than, you know,
0: plays where he run the football. But, hey, it was a good day. Yeah. um, Let's get into it a little bit further. The defense. um, Bend but don't break. Gave up the yardage. Uh, Kenny Pickett looked pretty good. Um, That wide receiver core is... It's very talented. Uh, They targeted Elam. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, you know, as you said, uh, Ben,
1: but don't break. They kept everything in front of them. There was nothing that was going to get beat over the top, which is something that obviously Deontay Johnson and and George Pickens, who's a person that we highlighted. um, and I know myself, I definitely had a few good things to say about him. And, you know, you can't, he's six foot three, he runs a, a four, four, the guy can, bend in all sorts of directions and make all kinds of contested catches. So that's a big, it's a big matchup for Elon was probably, you know, as far as like a, a specimen of a wide receiver, probably his hardest challenge to date. Um, It's going to happen. You know, he really hasn't had many growing brains so far this year. And so, you know, he had a few, but he also got a pick.
0: So listen, you you live and you learn. Right. Right. And who are we to judge, uh, based on coverage running, you know, they're running who, who, who really knows. But when when the PFF grade, I already knew that halfway through the game, I was like, this is going to be a disastrous PFF grade based on the receptions allowed. And I don't know if they were playing a bit more, man. I didn't rewatch the game, but uh, most of the times he was out there on an Island uh, against his receiver. And if, if you, if you, paid attention there are a lot of outs a lot of comebacks so playing a little bit softer coverage very but soft yeah the at the end of the day though you got to score points you know 300 and you know how many ever yards there were you don't end up with points you only end up with three and please uh, for the for the love of anything holy why are we kicking why are they kicking field goals it's so conservative joke. yeah i mean he's a great a coach, joke, tomlin but that is just you're you're I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't have... I'm right there with you. I thought that was <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. And I will like to um, pat myself on the back uh, for the Najee Harris c- uh, comments because he looked just, he didn't even look average. He just, he, he yeah. He, it, the, the, give, it, the, give the credit to the Bills defense, but he, he wasn't moving the pile. He wasn't uh, breaking tackles. He wasn't elusive in the passing game. I, I don't really see much with him. He's Derek Henry without the ability to break tackles. But, and you know, slower. And slower, too. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I don't, you know, seems like a nice guy. But, yeah, it's kind of run two or three yards, run to the back of the lineman, and get tackled.
0: That's that. Now, yeah. the last thing I want to touch on, I could turn it over to you if you have anything else to talk about. But the pass rush, it was it wasn't necessarily there as much as one would hope against a rookie quarterback. Does that concern you going against a Patrick Mahomes who you can't blitz? And really the only success we, or the bills as a, as a team and other teams who have beaten him or, or given him fits. The only way to do it is with your front four. Does that, does that give you any pause going into this week's matchup?
1: Sure. It gives you a little bit of pause, but it- you know, the thing with um, with the Steelers was it was three-step drop, hit your first read if it wasn't right. there. You know, it the Bills were playing 10 yards off, 7 yards off. It wasn't – like you said, we gave him a huge cushion. We weren't really challenging the kid, and he didn't need to. It's 38-3 to 3 or 30 – you know, whatever it was, progressively getting worse as it went. So he didn't really care if they got 10 yards. I, I don't think that we're going to be playing the same way. Um, and they did leave guys in to help sometimes. So – does it concern me? Yeah, sure it does, but you know, maybe not as much as you know.
0: Others. We're not ringing any alarms. No, I'm not ringing an alarm. All right, so um, let's move on to some uh, roster moves. Everybody's favorite cornerback back at practice, Trey White. I mean, it pretty much went down as as most fans and uh, analysts expected. You know I think everyone was targeting that Green Bay game or at least post by he can he can either hit that game he's got one more week after that or else he's got to be shelved for another four weeks uh what is your what are your thoughts on uh Trey White and his return
1: I think that they're playing it pretty perfectly to be honest you bring him in now you get his feet wet, you get his conditioning up to speed um you know, he's not challenged to play this weekend. And then you have a bye week, you know, you see how his body reacts and then you you ramp up for the next week against green Bay. If he's ready to go and his body feels right, then, then you you roll with him. If not, you know, then you wait another week. I mean, the, the young quarterbacks have been playing well. We're not, you know, playing better than expected, I would say. And, uh, you know, I, I think you just take it the way they have been, which is week by week, and see where he is. You, you, they'll get him activated before the end of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to see Trey White. Last question on him. Do you believe we're going to see 100% go, or or you're going to see your two-series rotation with Benford or Elam?
1: I think he'll have a snap count. Yeah. At least for a couple of weeks, maybe. Maybe even just one week. I mean, we know he's kind of a workout warrior. Um yeah, you but know, nothing, he heard nothing's it. like game speed,
0: though. That's no, something.
1: no. But you know, the guy's a, a former All Pro. You know, and they have taken their extra time with it. You know, he's getting back to, back to practice this week. If he let's just say he has two weeks of practice, you know, and one week of limited snaps, I wouldn't be surprised if I don't know who comes after Green Bay, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's full go by then.
0: Agreed. Uh, one other move they made was uh, signing Brandon Bryant to uh the active roster um jordan phillips is probably up in the air uh so having a guy like him ready to be thrown in that rotation kind of that that's what it spells to me um other news around the league before we move on to uh the injury report uh the concussion protocol oh wait
1: what just touching on brandon Bryan. i you know when we when we were doing the preseason both of you both you and I highlighted that we thought that he would make this roster. Right. And I mean, to be honest with you, every time he's, he's been up, he's made plays. He's been a solid contributor. I'm very, I'm surprised that he is not on another team.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get picked up. Um, I don't know if I'm looking at the film wrong or just the, the plays I've seen him in the regular season. I've seen him get knocked off the ball quite a bit. Um, again you know i can only you can only watch Which, so much uh, uh from the press or from uh from the t- television but the one guy that i actually liked and they got rid of him was uh what was his name uh, a milly or
1: uh
0: he, um it's not yeah, it's not prince prince, prince, prince yeah. emil i mean so if you go back to one of i think it was the goal line stand it wasn't the th- it may have been third down, second or third down when Matt Milano kind of knifed in and made yep. uh, a tackle on J.K. Dobbins. Prince, Prince Amili, um, he took on, he took on his guy. He took on the lead blocker that was coming to get on Milano and just completely just took three guys just clear out of the play and he cleaned it up. And then yeah, he gets I think, the next day. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I I recall that as well. And I think actually wasn't Brandon Bryant in on the play as well. And then he stunt around you know, and cleared been. it out for he cleared it out for Milano. So those two guys are the guys that made that play. And Milano cleaned it up. A great play yeah. by him. but But yeah, just so just touch You know, I'm surprised that you know Dable with the Giants or, or another team hasn't seen him, at least brought him in as a rotational player. I mean, yeah. It's a bit surprising, but I'm, I'm glad. Sure. Yeah. I'm glad that we, that we were able to bring him back. Of course.
0: Can't, can't have enough uh, in the rotation for this coaching staff. Uh, yeah. Like I was saying earlier, we'll just touch on what's going on around the league uh, concussion protocols. This has me worried because um, what what's his name? The dolphins quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I don't know. He did <laughs> first play of the game. Didn't even look. a. a not even he didn't even look like he it, it, it hurt him at all, and and then they're taking him off the field and automatic, uh, you know, no go for the rest of the game. This is concerning, especially when the NFL wants the quarterbacks to be in the game. I, I get protecting them, but this is this is the classic case of the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and um, yeah, oh. I, I don't I don't know I don't know what good can come from this outside of. Most likely the rarity of of what happened with Tua. Your thoughts? Yeah.
1: Yeah, my thoughts are Miami blowing it for everybody. I mean, right. that's my thoughts right there. I mean, they opened a can of worms up that uh now is gonna screw half the league at some point. You know, I mean that's our worst fear, right? Is Josh Allen taking a knock where, you know, a, a player like Tua, who we've talked about in the past is being a slider guy, you know, he's not able to take that punishment that Josh is. And then he's going to, what, uh, you know, take one step in the wrong direction and they're going to call him for concussion or move him for the game. I okay. mean, that's, that's, that's the biggest fear that we have. You know, obviously if you're concussed, you're concussed, but you know, he, if any time a guy gets a hard hit, if he moves slightly wrong, they're going to pull him out of the game. And this is going to be,
0: Which is a a shame because with Tua, uh, if you noticed, he grabbed his head, he got up, he kept shaking his head. So the minute they talked about back injury, I mean, this guys he's literally shaking the cobwebs out. And then he goes on the walk and he stumbles and then he gets help and stumbles again when someone else is helping him. So it was clear and obvious. And the the rules that were in place should have prevented that. But clearly it's, you know whether it it is that that guy who was hired who took the fall because obviously he's going to be the fall guy or it was a collaboration between them and the the Miami staff it, it's a shame because it was clear and obvious um and then when they play 4 days later no one's talking about it until it happens again and then everybody's up in arms is it as if they want as if they threw their body out there to 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 prevent him from being on the field uh that night game it just it, it kind of bothers me because that that's the, like our society where it, it it's uh you know whatever whatever the uh whatever's front and center at that moment yeah and I think
1: that you know we're Mike McDaniel doesn't seem to have a, a finger on the pulse down there in Miami and I think he just goes along with what anybody tells him. you're seeing it now with ping pong gate right you know <laughs> he just seems to be this guy that shows up and I don't know he's like a stoner or, or whatever he is and they kind of <laughs> You know, he might be a a good offensive mind, but seemingly he's kind of just out there. And uh, you know, his training staff probably gave him the green light on Tua, just like his players were
0: like, "Yeah, you know, we removed this ping pong table to, right. to so we could really who did that for the Bills." Oh, uh, was it Rex Actually. Ryan or was it a Doug Marone? I, I know somebody removed it. Like it all sounds like a real
1: Doug Marone move. Right, right, not same Doug. Doug.
0: <laughs> All right, Uh, before we get into the injury, Devontae Adams, just quick, what are your thoughts on this whole debacle, Uh, walking through the tunnels?
1: Another another non-starter, another guy looking for a payout. Listen, I mean, you you shouldn't shove the guy, but, you know, these are professional athletes. The guy just lost a heartbreaker. You know, he's he's acting out, wasn't appropriate, but – You know, to get shoved by another grown man, you kind of just go down softly and then you go to the hospital and now you're trying to sue and I mean grow up, Peter Pan.
0: Yeah, well, listen, I'd sue too. Oh
1: God, come on.
0: Um it's uh I don't know, does it fall on Kansas City's security? You know, not letting this dummy walk across the opening where all the players are filing out to. Again, whatever we think about him. Devontae Adams gets paid millions to not do that. I mean. Yeah. But well, listen, everybody, this is. Ron Art- I mean, Ron Artest went in the, fan- the stands and beat up some people. It's not quite to that level, but it's just. No, like- it's
1: not. And it, and it was a stupid move. Not going right. to say it wasn't. But, you know, everybody in whatever career path, whatever job you have, you, ha- you get frustrated. And for somebody, it's sometimes it's just wrong place, wrong time and to you know to try to come down and try to make him something of a a monster or whatever the media wants to make him out to be and to try to sue him and all this bullshit i think is just where we are in society it's like that guy running on the field and getting tackled and trying to like come on man yeah doug doug
0: brought that up um yeah it's absolutely insane (laughs) yeah and again it's you know who knows what they'll get but uh that guy will never be allowed on the NFL field again. I guarantee you that. Um, even if he does get money. But you know, just just the last thing I'll say to that, just to play devil's advocate. I drive all the day like for my job. I'm driving all the time. When I have a bad day, I don't drive people off the road either, you know. So <laughs> Yeah, but your job isn't to drive. What? No, you're it dri-
1: is.
0: you're the driver? No, I'm I'm just saying I'm driving. I'm driving. I know you everybody gets to work. No, but my job is remote. <laughs> I'm driving to this, this client's oh. house and that client. All I'm saying is just, you know, just you could have bumped into him. You didn't. <laughs> it's like the, the pass interference. Anyway, not important. Uh, injury report. <laughs> Looking like we're getting healthy <laughs> over here. We are getting healthy. And um,
1: I wrote next to the previous, you know, oh, this is my last note. About to read the wrong shit. Um. Between, I'm just going to kind of skip through this today because, you know, there's 30 people on air between the Bills and the Steelers. But really, it's very, very small And if you kind of read between the lines here. So no Sunday scaries today um, for the injury report, although you probably will need your CBD gummies for this game on Sunday because our anxiety will be through the roof. Um, But for the Bills, um, the only one with a designation for out this weekend is Kumaro with the high ankle sprain. Um, and then Jordan Phillips has a questionable designation with the hamstring. So everything else is, is clear. Um, now whether, you know, Benford plays with the broken hand or if they keep him out.
0: i still in the non-contact, right? I believe. I mean, I have
1: him, let's see what I have him today as limited practice. So I don't know if he was wearing a red jersey yeah. or not. I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure he was,
0: but you're right. Like no Jordan Poyer in it. No, Phil- no. Phillips everybody
1: over. else, everybody else had a clearance you know, designation on them. So, Sweet. yeah, it looks like that the Bills are getting healthy at the best time. Um, if we can get out of this game, it would be great with the bye coming up and get these guys, you know, coming back from that, Trey White and and Kumaro and whoever else is nurse, nursing stuff. Like, obviously, Ed Oliver's probably got the foot, but he's a full practice. So, yeah, it looks like we pretty much have our, our uh, full squad this weekend. Now for uh, the Chiefs. They got three guys that were called out um, toshawan Wharton he's a d tackle with a knee uh Brian Cook safety with a concussion and the one that's probably the most concerning for them is cornerback Rashad Fenton um, he's a starting cornerback so that one hurts a little bit Harrison Butker will be back since he hasn't played since week one uh, that's the kicker for anybody that doesn't know. A um, couple of those sidebars here. Trent McDuffie will not be activated from IR, so that means that Joshua Williams will get the start for the Chiefs. So they're going to have uh, a young secondary. Two start, two starters this weekend is going to be
0: uh, rookie. So right. they drafted three rookie quarterbacks, cornerbacks. I think they took four. Four. Well, you know, yeah you McDuffie, Watkins, and Williams. Right, you said. Uh, you have Watkins, McDuffie,
1: Watson. I think there was four, and I only—I was reading something on the Chiefs, you know, and and that came up. I couldn't tell you the couldn't tell you the name off the top of my head, but uh, who I got caught up on it? Did
0: Gabe Davis break ankles? Um, was that Fenton, or is or is it somebody not on their team anymore?
1: Ooh, I don't know. I know Everybody. the play you're talking about, where he faked outside, and went inside, but yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: Either Maybe way, can comment. Um I mean the Bills are a classic example of uh, starting rookies and it going going right um for them so far so as much as I want to hang my hat on that and and really talk to that point I know Watkins has played well so far uh for uh I don't know was he a 6th round rookie I believe uh the, the, the Christian Benford of of Kansas City so there will there'll, there'll be new guys new faces out there um i don't think uh there's not many corners that you you're going to line up against uh, uh digs or a davis that are going to completely take it out take them out of the game and yeah i th- i do think uh you know we'll get into it but it's going to be something to look out for um as long as we can protect right
1: yeah i mean their secondary is completely different,
0: completely right. so different. let's just while we're there we'll start with the bills offense into uh the, um, Kansas city defense.
1: Okay. So, you know, just to start off, we're talking about the secondary. So, you know, last year they had Sorensen and Tyron Matthew this year, it's going to be one Thornhill and Justin Reed. Justin Reed comes over from Houston. Thornhill has been been there for a couple of years, but he was their third safety. Um, and then as we just touched on it, you know, uh, Watson, he's a, I don't know if he's a sixth or a seventh round player. Um, just to highlight him real quick, another cool story. I did this with the Dolphins. You know, the guy he played for USC. He um, he actually was ineligible to play for grades. He got kicked out of school. Went home to Georgia. Went and worked at Wendy's, hmm. and uh, you know got his you know his stuff together, and then went back back and played for Washington State and uh, got drafted. So here he is, and then he was uh, in Week Two against the Chargers. He was the AFC defensive player of the week with yeah, a 99 yeah. yard pick six. pick six. right. Yeah. So he starts outside. He's going to start outside uh, a Jerry Sneed, And then you'll see, Oh no, Sneed is going to go play. He'll play inside. He'll play the, the nickel role. And then the other um, guy that we just highlighted, uh, Joshua Williams, he's going to start outside. So, you know, if you're the bills, you have to, that has to be highlighted. I mean, there's no way that you can't go after these guys. You know, um, the Chiefs, they, they rely on a four-man pressure similar to the Bills. So, you know, you have Chris Jones, who's a game wrecker. He's probably the best player on that defense where he is the best player. Frank Clark is a solid player. The sacks probably aren't there this this year. I think he's got one and a half. Um, but they're going to rely on on their four-man pressure. If they're not able to do it, that secondary. I'm not sure they can hold up.
0: And, uh, and that's where it kind of comes in. We'll see where that, what, what happens there. Right. I mean, this, this chief's defense, um, they played the, they, but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves with the, um, the defensive line. They've played the run well up until last week. Um, Jacobs had a career game against them, but up until then, I think they were, they were ranked about third. Um, but, the the biggest concern if i were a chiefs fan is the lack of turnovers. i believe they only have 4, maybe maybe 5. um but they you know they're not they're not they're not getting turnovers. um F- frank clark doesn't really look like himself yet. there's some uh rumblings about him not being, you know, Nagging injuries. You you always hear at the end of a year, you know, the Jerry Hughes with the with the wrist, or you always hear of these things that crop up mid mid-season, and then you don't really find out about them too much. Um other than that, I mean, Jones obviously he's a, a game wrecker, and that that sack strip land on top of Derek Carr, get a flag <laughs> type deal. I mean, that was an amazing play. Unfortunately, it doesn't count. Um, but they don't really seem to be too much of a dynamic d- defense. The Sneed, Sneed is is up there. Him and Taron Johnson. I mean, you know, take your pick. But outside of that, Willie Gay's not playing. He's suspended, right? He yeah. Uh, Nick Bolton is a good linebacker. He's sideline side backer. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Willie Gay was that kind of sideline the sideline linebacker that would it would make a bigger difference in a Bills game, in my opinion. Do they have the horses to run with the Bills? They didn't have them last year. Uh, unfortunately, the Bills you know took a little too long for them to uh, kick it up a notch. Kick, um, But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, you know, uh,
1: Sorensen is a player I wish he was still on the field. He didn't really have that athleticism. Um, they're younger. They're probably a little bit faster. Um, but they're full of inexperience. You saw Devontae kind of a couple plays where he kind of took over the game. They got a couple penalties for pass interference. And really for the year, they have 105 passer rating against them. So people are able to throw on his defense. And, and this is the, we are the best offense that they've seen this year. So I fully expect that they, they're not going to be able to stop us. It's just whether they can keep up with us, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, you touched on it with Frank Clark. I don't think he looked the same last year. Um, you know, he's a solid player. He's above average when healthy. I don't know what he's dealing with now. But Chris Jones is the one that really scares me because, in reality, Saffold and Bates really haven't been all that great. Right. Um, Saffold especially. He's um, been underwhelming.
0: Um, yeah. Especially in the run game.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, that if I had a point where, you know, I'm a little bit nervous, I guess I would probably highlight that, Chris Jones versus the, the, the guards for the Bills. Outside of that, you know, I, it, like you said, there's, you know, Janarius Speed is, is a, he's a, a top nickel. Um, Thornhill is a decent safety, but there's nothing, there's no huge playmakers on that. You know, Tyron Matthew is a, is a big loss
0: for, you know, he's a great player. Yeah, he's a guy who makes plays where that's exactly what they're lacking. Um, like you mentioned, Chris Jones, it's a strength on weakness for them. Um, Mitch Morris, great center, but he's a kind, he's the kind of guy, he's more of a finesse center. You know, he, he, he's not, I I don't think his point of attack is all that strong. Um, and it doesn't have to be for what he does. You know, you get him out on the edge, you do pin and pulls, all that kind of stuff. He's great uh, with Allen under center, obviously. And he really, he's really the, the, the lead cart on the train when it comes to getting the offense going. Uh, Obviously he's touching the ball every time, but he's making the calls. He's, he's communicating with the guys next to him. But like you mentioned, Roger Saffold was a guy who was a pro bowler last year. Um, He is supposedly a road grader uh, on the, in the run game, but there's been a lot of times where he's been underwhelming. And as much as we love Ryan Bates, um, you know, he's, he's an average player yeah leak so when when a lot of players were talking about oh who can you poach from uh Kansas or uh from Carolina that uh what's what who who's the guard that they have um oh, what was his
1: name not John Miller I hope
0: no 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 <laughs> they have they they have they have they have a solid uh guard and you know that's who I'm looking for it's like I'm not looking for a running back wide receiver yeah maybe but um I think cadet, something like that. I don't know, but anyway, you know, looking for more solid guard play for because most of the times when Allen does get affected, it's it's up front and it's not, or, or excuse me, through the middle of the uh, that defensive line. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how the offense uh, comes to uh, comes to scheme. Chris Jones, um, I, I tell you what, I'm just glad that they didn't lose. I don't want to play the Chiefs coming off off of a loss. That's for sure. Yeah, so just
1: the uh, Michael Jordan and Austin Corbett. Corbett.
0: Yeah, Corbett. Uh, He's a a real good guard, and um, that's that's who I was looking to poach off that roster. Um, All right, let's flip it over. Uh, Bill's defense versus the vaunted Kansas City Chiefs offense.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, you saw what they did against the Raiders. They had a slow start, and then Travis Kelsey took over that game. I mean, it starts and it stops with Travis Kelsey. You slow down that player and, and you can slow down this offense. I mean, Mahomes is, you know, arguably the best quarterback in football, arguably. I wouldn't trade hours for him, but, you know, he's he's as good as they come. And, uh, you know, the rest of the guys, Juju, um, Valdez, Gantling, they're, they're solid role players. They have speed. McCole um, Hardman really hasn't done much this year. He's been kind of quiet. Um, I know people on fantasy are probably a little bit upset with him. But, uh, you know, we did a great job against the uh, the Ravens. And that tight end over there, I feel like you play a little two-man on the, uh, the tight end, don't let him release, especially in a red zone. What the Raiders did there was just baffling to me. Their fourth touchdown, the guy wasn't even covered. I mean, how does that even happen? So, for me, you know, you play – you're going to play your two-man show. They're going to stay a nickel. We know what the Bills do. The key here is, is getting that pressure with the four-man front. You know, enter Von Miller. And then, uh, you know, I forgot. You know, I think it was Cassell or somebody said that, you know, maybe move Rousseau more inside this week. You know, Mahomes isn't the tallest guy. Get those hands up on that big six-foot-eight guy and see if you can uh, cause some havoc there. You know, the Bills have been – you know when I look at the bill's defense versus the chiefs offense, I'm much more comfortable with that matchup than if I was the Chiefs, and it was my d going against the bills oh, right. I feel like we could do stuff here. We have playmakers at every level, especially with guys being healthy i you know Tremaine Edmonds being back, the corners being back, Poyer will be back um it's just really locking down Travis Kelsey that's the one. Where That that makes us all nervous. He's the one that's going to score the touchdowns. I'd like to know what part of the offense he is percentage-wise. But, I mean, the Bills never do anything that's too out of character. They stay in nickel. They play fundamental. They keep things in front of them. And, you know, like we said before, take the book out of Belichick or the page out of Belichick's book, I should say, and bracket the tight end, two-man
0: all day. All right, we got our first Chiefs fan over here. All right, Allen has yet to beat Mahomes in any playoff level. These are facts, indeed they are. Mahomes has been to two uh, Super Bowl two times, winning one and Super Bowl MVP. You sound crazy comparing Mahomes Allen. I don't even think that was ever referenced, Mister David. Um, No, nobody. I'll I'll compare him all day, but we didn't do that yet. no. Well, I said that I wouldn't trade our
1: quarterback for him. I said no, he's already the best quarterback. That's, that's fine.
0: That's fine. Um, but one thing that David forgets is that a quarterback uh, – wins and losses is not a quarterback stat, so you can take that home with you. Um, you just sound like you're projecting because any – listen, one of my best friends is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and the, the amount of trash we talk to each other is zero. We both have respect for the teams. We both have respect for the quarterbacks. We have both have respect for the coaches because that is the fact, David. The reality is that, yes, Josh Allen is every bit as good as Patrick Mahomes. Are the Bills every bit as good as uh, Kansas City when they won the Super Bowl? If you're talking about wins and losses, they haven't. They haven't done it. Nobody's sitting here saying that. But this is 2022, and um, there's no need to uh, continue on I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a projection. Maybe you're getting a little bit worried because you got some competition. But clearly, these are two teams that are on the same level. And if you want to use pasts, you know, Super Bowls past, great, that's fine for you. But that that really doesn't have any relevance in 2020. So um,
1: when you're a that... fan of a team,
0: <laughs> when you're a fan of a team, and you have players
1: that at are both at an elite level, like these two players are. I, it's going to be very hard to find someone that's going to go, okay, yeah, I will trade you our franchise quarterback for your franchise quarterback. You know, Josh Allen is, he just kind of, you know, they always say he fits perfect, Buffalo perfectly. I'm sure Patrick Mahomes does for Kansas City. Um, you know, we 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 got our guy. You can have your guy. At the end of the day, well, I think both fan- franchises are going to be help, uh, happy. But, you know, hey, listen. We'll see how it
0: goes. Right, right. And uh, if anything dictates, you want to use past to dictate the future. Just look at the the, the last two games. I mean, you can even throw in the last three games. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, quarterbacks uh, uh, they they account for a majority of 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 snaps and and the the outcome of the game. But you know, th- there's a team around them and. um you know, without having Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey is 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 the best tight end in the league. But that's still one guy, and you know, as long as they don't treat him like like uh, Las Vegas did, then great.
1: All right, yeah. let's see what
0: else he has. How many seasons has Allen played for the Bills now? Um, I I don't I don't understand uh, uh, twenty eighteen <laughs> the relevance to it. Um, but you know, thank you thank you for boosting our uh, views there, David. Um, anyway sidetrack so yes i agree with you i think that i think that kansas city has there i i think outside of obviously playing at home um i think that the 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 scale tips a little bit in the bill's favor on paper um that doesn't you know that doesn't count for anything once once the ball is kicked off but the reason, the reason why I say that is because you you have you have a wash at quarterback, right? Um, wide receivers, bills leans to the bills. Tight ends leans to Kansas City. Offensive line is probably the biggest difference in my opinion between the two teams. Well, they're they're inverted, right?
1: The Chiefs, you know, they have very good guards interior. They're very good on the outsides. They're not very good. We have yeah. good tackles. we're not very good on the inside
0: um, they, they have probably the best guard center combo um there, and they're young and they're going to be there for a long time. but I agree with you you know the the tackles um I, I i don't know orlando brown he seems to think he's an all all pro left tackle. I don't even yeah. think the key uh the chiefs are thinking that, but either way um you know i'll give i'll give the slight edge there but when you're talking weapons and and if 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 you can't get to either one of these quarterbacks that's the difference in the game you know and yeah. we'll get to our keys in the game but it it's it's silly to sit here and, and and really you know you we can analyze the game and again it's on paper but the players do the talking on the field um anything left you want to uh touch on regarding um the bills offense versus uh, the defense. No. Um, the one thing that I wanted to bring up and it's not really, uh, particular to this game, but the bills have only missed 13 tackles this year. This is the third fewest in the NFL. This to me, this is the biggest turnaround in every McDermott era. I've never, you know, they've, they've gradually gotten better, but they've always been bottom half of the league. And, um, that's just awesome to see. That, that's the one thing I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah, you know, the secondary has been – you know,
1: we're kind of used to seeing missed tackles in there and, and these cornerbacks can actually tackle, including Elam who, you know, wasn't good coming out of college or at least he wasn't graded to be good.
0: Right. So I mean, there's, there's – I, I would like him – I mean, Trey White was not a good tack, great tackler either, but, you know, he, he, he at least – There's a difference between not being a great tackler and somebody who shies away from contact, and I I don't really see either of them having that. But uh, that's just a little stat I wanted to throw out there. And then lastly, um, the Chiefs defense has blitzed on 24% uh, of the plays, which is the highest in the NFL. It actually doubles the league average. So do we see them kind of throw the kitchen sink? Who knows? (sighs) Um, I wouldn't if I were them.
1: You know, uh, Spagnola last year, I think it was – when they played the bills in the playoffs, I don't know if this is verbatim, but I think he it was the the lowest that they they blitzed in you know the whole season or at least percentage wise um it didn't work out. They won the game, but it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You might see a little bit of you know some time blitzes, maybe you know some disguised blitzes kind of similar to what Buffalo does, but for the most part, I think they're gonna sit back, probably stay in nickel.
0: Yeah, I, I foresee uh, Sneed blitzing off that inside nickel corner position. He's very good at that, um, as is Taron Johnson, which is something we actually haven't seen either. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll move on to our final segment of the game. We'll uh, hit you with some questions. Three. Five. All right, Cody, question number one. Who or what? Oh, this is on loop. We don't want to ask it again. All right, question number one. <laughs> question number one, who or what is the most underrated part of this Bills organization?
1: I uh, I think it's the uh, the secondary coaching. Um, John Butler, Frazier, McDee, and the ability to coach up the secondary. Over the last four years, the Bills have the number one pass defense, the 192 yards per game, and they've given up 72 touchdowns in the last four years. Both of them are number one in football. Um, That goes along with Jim Salgado's safeties coach. Um, So I think you see this year, whether it's Benford or Elam or it's been Taron Johnson or if you even go back to guys before that, you know – it's kind of been a plug and play and the bills have just continuously shown that whoever steps up or is the next man up, they're able to get them up to speed and to play at a high level. So I think it's the ability
0: to coach the secondary. That's a good one. I was just going blanket McDermott. The fact that he hasn't won coach of the Year is he had a couple, you know, the first year was, was obvious to me taking that team to the playoffs with what they had after just gutting it. You know, you got Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. And then the year in 2020 where uh, they only lose three games. Um, I mean, it starts and ends with him, right? Yeah,
1: I, I think he didn't win it in 2017 because he pulled Tyrod for Peterman for that one game. And everybody had a shit fit about it.
0: Yeah, well, realistically, you're right are the people who are voting for it? Do they even know? They probably don't even know that <laughs> happened, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know, but you're I think right. Belichick you're right. won it again that year. Right. Um, but just, just as it's, I mean, he, he's a guy, he's a guy who you you'd let your daughter date. I feel like, you know, it's like, he's just in every aspect. I mean, if it wasn't for him, Brandon Bean isn't on this team. Um, and if it's Brandon Bean, Bean's not the general manager, or excuse me, not on the team, but organization, um, if Brandon Bean isn't a part of this organization, Josh Allen isn't coming to Buffalo. I, I truly believe that. I mean, what they were able to do, what they had to do to get him and then to be able to do that um, was great. But then again, who knows? Maybe we don't trade away our pick to pick Patrick Mahomes. It's an interesting history where we are entwined with the Chiefs, uh, the way it all worked out.
1: Yeah, that, well, that's you know, like, would you make that trade? Would you trade Josh Allen and Tre'Davious White for Patrick Mahomes? Well, and it
0: goes a step further because it's Deion Dawkins as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you have start left start? Tackle, no. franchise left tackle, franchise
0: quarterback. No. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it has just, no. In the, you know, even if it, even if Allen was just in that second tier below Mahomes, I still wouldn't because I, you know, you're talking about CB one and a left tackle um, and a guy who yeah. can get a quarterback. Um so question number 2 uh what is your key to a Bills victory My key to a Bills victory is getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes
1: You know we we brought in Von Miller for for this game you know like this game down the road in the playoffs hopefully but in reality we we came up short because we couldn't get there This is the Von Miller effect we brought him in here for this So you know you know, with the, the second year of Greg Rousseau, Ed Oliver, Phillips, all these guys, do whatever you got to do to cause this guy problems and get the Patrick Mahomes. Getting to him is, is, is the difference in this
0: game. Right. Um, whether it is his play directly or his effect he's had already on the players, um, Von Miller, is, is that piece. Um, that the bills covet, you know. You talk about a closer. I mean, it's been beat to death, but this is the this is the show me the baby moment. And c- clearly, when you do not pressure Mahomes, and you let him either take what the defense is giving him or able to really, I mean, there's no Allen on the run is great, um, but the things that Mahomes can do, the unorthodox style, that I will give, I'll give you. Um, who were who we arguing with? What was his name? Uh, David. Uh, that'll give you, there's no one who can really, you know, it's like he's playing basketball on a football field almost. So yeah. The, when the Bills beat Kansas City in the regular season, he was off kilter a lot. You know, he was throwing off platform, he was trying to escape and wasn't able to, and it forced errors. Um, and that was the difference in the, the regular season game. So you're 100% right. I think everyone is, you know, obviously, Allen's got to do what Allen's got to do. He's got to show up. Um, but that defensive line, we, we got to, they got to show show why uh, they invested so much in it. Um, and question number three, what should be the Bills' focal point for the bye? I think it's scheming up the run
1: game. I, I feel like I talk about this every week because I do. Um, <laughs> you know, against Pittsburgh, they actually looked pretty good. Um, you know, I don't think they probably carried it eight, nine times, so it wasn't with any kind of, you know, big numbers, but it, it felt like it, it. the run blocking was a little bit better. Guys were able to get out, get into the second level, beat a couple defenders. Um, you know, Cook got the first touchdown. Which was the first rushing touchdown this year outside of Josh Allen, um, so it was a start. But you know, to to take this game into the later months where we're going to be dealing with cold weather, it's a must. At, at some point, I'm I'm going to keep freaking hammering it. You got to figure this shit out with the run game. Make it work.
0: Yeah, I mean the obviously uh, the obvious answer is going to be. Um starting the run game it's it's something that we talked about i don't know the last two and a half years i want to say ever since uh ever since singletary's gotten here pretty much you know we looked for for the run game to take that next step i'll i'll take it a half step i just think we need to find a way to get um cook involved i really think you know whether whether it is handing him off whether it's getting him in the slot It may be swing passes. Uh, It doesn't really matter, but I do think if you're going to activate a guy like him, you're going to draft him the second round. You got to get him involved. I mean, he's not going to, you know, maybe the first touchdown was the was that uh, icebreaker. Yeah, maybe maybe it was, um, but still, you you got to give him reps. And I understand that in big in key situations, they're not going to look towards someone that they can't trust but at the end of the day if you're not going to play him deactivate him i mean there's no point of yeah. taking up a roster spot he's not playing he's not returning kicks he's not doing anything like that so just get him involved um and it doesn't have to be you know they don't necessarily have to 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 scheme away but it, but if they go that route too that's fine but get get james cook um involved all right before we get out of here cody let's get us a score prediction um what do you got
1: you know, before the year, I had us going into the bye four and two, with losses to the Ravens and the Chiefs. I uh, I changed that when we went to the Ravens, and I'm going to change it again. <laughs> um, you know, Andy Reid is a hell of a coach, and the Chiefs team is a hell of a team. Arrowhead is a hell of a place to play, but the Bills offense, I do believe, is the best offense in football. And the Chiefs' defense does not scare me. So with that being said, Bills 34, Chiefs 27.
0: That's a good score. I think that's the score I took. No, no. I did 17 for the last game. Uh, Yeah, I mean, everything you said, it's going to be a showdown for sure. But at the end of the day, the Bills beat the Chiefs last year. Who got the number one seed? Kansas city. So it's important, but what is it? Week five, week six. Um, yeah. Either, either both teams are going to be okay regardless. Um, the chiefs never looked worse coming into and out of last year's game. And, uh, they really turned it on at the end of the year. So that being said, I look for, A back and forth game, a little bit more defense than, than what, uh, you know, a lot of people are expecting, you know, they're expecting 40 plus, uh, I'm going to go 31 bills, 27 chiefs. Um, you know, solid game, um, go into the bye week get healthy, come out on Monday night and beat those lowly Packers. Um, I'll give you the last word. Anything, uh, you want to say before we get out of here, Cody?
1: I think we pretty much said it all. I mean, just to jump on that again, I, the teams are very evenly matched. I just think that people really underestimate how good this Bills defense is. I mean, seven points in the second half in, what, four games, five games? Five, five games? We're in, in five games. That's crazy. Yeah. And you played, you know, some the Dolphins, the Rams, the Titans. You didn't play schlubs, you know, so – I just feel like 27, giving a team 27, is me giving the Chiefs a ton of respect. And they do deserve it. They're, they are the cream of the crop. They have been the class of the AFC for the last few years. I just think right now the Bills are a better football team. Now, can they overcome Andy Reid and Arrowhead? That remains to be seen. But on paper, roster-wise, looking at both sides of the ball, I like the Bills
0: and with that said let's go bills we'll see you oh oh before i get out of here we're not going to be here next week i will be on a bye the bills will be on the bye so we will catch you guys before the monday night game um just wanted to get that in there so we will see you then enjoy your enjoy your one o'clock games and uh you know try not to uh, bite all your fingernails off while we're waiting for the game you got me feeling like i'm Josh yelling yeah What? you got me feeling like i'm josh okay 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 you got me feeling like i'm josh allen yeah josh you got me feeling like i'm who josh yeah josh allen